During the week, Gail sent us an email encouraging us, if we were out walking, to take a photo of a thing of beauty that brought us joy and brightened our day. My husband and I have taken to walking in the middle of the day as a way of breaking up the long day at home. We are creatures of habit and haven't really ventured far from home, and we take the same route each day. On one part of the walk, there are many large, beautiful gum trees with their branches reaching high into the sky. On one particular day, I found myself looking at the numerous leaves on the trees, trying to count how many different shades of green I could see. And it was impossible to count as there were so many different shades. As I reflected further on the beauty contained just in this tree, I thought of the generosity of our Creator, who deemed it necessary to create more than one shade of green, and every other colour for that matter, just for our enjoyment. I paused in awe, in wonder, and in thanks for our generous God and Creator. It is such a familiar story, Feeding the 5,000. So familiar that we are at risk of missing some significant details in John's description of events. All four Gospels have shared this story and all four Gospels have Eucharistic overtones as they tell this story. Matthew, Mark and Luke all describe Jesus as blessing the bread before breaking it and sharing it. If we look carefully at John's Gospel, we read, Then Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks. The Greek word that is used here is Eucharistio, to give thanks. Jesus just didn't take the bread. Jesus gave thanks to his Father for it. We know this story so well, and what I love about John's version is the little boy standing in the centre of the story with his two barley loaves and five little fish. We know very little about this boy. We don't know who he is or why he is there. Is he alone or is he with others? What we do know is this. Barley loaves were the food of the poor. So they are a clear sign that his family are among the poor of Israel. Yet this boy offers them to Jesus to be used on behalf of the needs of the crowd and his offering is magnified in Jesus' hands. I can picture this small boy with his dark scruffy hair, wide brown eyes and dusty bare feet, a tiny speck amongst the large crowd. Yet something about this boy made Andrew notice him. I wonder if the young boy had seen and heard so much about this man called Jesus that like Zacchaeus, he had to get closer to Jesus. Or had the boy experienced something in Jesus that with faith he knew what small amount of food he had to give would be multiplied in Christ's hands? I like to think both were true. The young boy was eager to know more about Jesus and his faith in Christ was strong. 
This beautiful image of a small boy giving what he had and seeing it miraculously magnified surely has a message for us. However small our contribution is, when it is offered in faith, miraculous things can and do happen. When I worked with the Westmead Congregation of Parramatta Mission, myself and several other people commenced a dropped-in cafe for people visiting the hospital and medical centres of Westmead. It was called Time Out Cafe. We did not have any funds to commence the cafe and didn't want to charge people who called in for coffee and cake any money. Our very first donation came from a man who visited our congregation once a month. He donated money he received from selling the honey from his bees. This initial donation allowed us to buy the necessary equipment to commence the cafe. In the first couple of weeks, people who attended would leave money on the table, even after we had said there was no charge. Week after week, people left money in thanks for the generous hospitality they had received. It is fair to say we fed the 5,000 from five barley loaves and two fish. If we really are to experience the truth contained in this story, we must be like the small boy and put our resources in Christ's hands. The equivalent of the boy's five barley loaves and two fishes feeding a large crowd still happens. Time after time it takes place in the experience of those who are prepared to give all they have and are to Jesus, the only Son of God. Dare to believe and trust in Christ, just as the boy did. In doing so, we can become more than we ever were and grow personally in ways we never dreamed. I titled today's sermon a series of thanks because of the actions of the unnamed and unknown small boy. I am thankful he didn't respond differently and decide he wasn't old enough or wealthy enough to make a difference. After all, in his life, children in many ways were simply not recognised. I am thankful that he decided what little he had was enough and wasn't afraid to be judged by this. I am thankful that the boy didn't question why he was handing over his lunch but gave it willingly. I am thankful for the small boy's message to us. We don't just give to others. When we give, we give to God. And when we give the gift, it is miraculously multiplied. One small lunch became a catered picnic for 5,000. I am thankful that the Apostle John saw the significance in the boy's actions, that he deemed it necessary to record it so that this story could be told thousands of times over. And in doing so, how many people get to the experience the abundance of God's grace? I am thankful the young boy had the courage to hand over what little he had for in doing so, his gift to God burst forth in such unexpected ways. As we reflect on the completion of the word for today, 
Let us look at our hands. Imagine what we might hold here, either as a congregation or an individual that would feed the people of our day. If you could hold someone's hand today in a gesture of thanks, who would it be? As you go about your week and your eyes fall upon your hands, pause and hold that person in prayer. Remember we are together apart. Amen.